everyone, and welcome to episode 224 of the Generation Xbox Podcast. I'm Steven. And I'm Tyler, and we're your home for all things Xbox. Make sure to head on over to GenerationXbox.com today. Check out all the latest and greatest in Xbox news, opinions, reviews, and more. We just uh, added some brand new forums there. We'd love to have you join those. The whole point is to be a place where you can go talk about Xbox, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, but without the trolls from the fanboy wars and all that stuff, it doesn't mean it's an echo chamber. Everybody loves, you know, everything. But we want to have good, healthy discussion about Xbox, and we want to be able to do it without having the fanboys of other consoles come in and sort of ruin that experience for everyone. So that's the point of it. We want to have you take part. Head on over again, generationxbox.com, and see the link right on the page and sign up today. Yeah, and we, we would love to have you come join. Uh, we envision it as a place for you guys, um, not not just not for us, um, where you guys can like get people to play with if you're looking for you know to team up because you want to take on like a raid or a strike in destiny and you know that game's kind of old but you know what i mean um playing your Fortnite and your call of duty modern warfare things like that as well as like community plays and stuff we're super excited f- for that um but before we jump into news we do want to apologize uh we did have an episode for last week um but the audio was really not good and we could not um, bear to have it released to the public just because like we didn't want to hurt your ears it, it was awful we don't know what happened but it should be good going forward now we've switched our our setups we got some better mics and some better equipment and and should be good to go from there um, yeah and i and i have a better mic even better mic on the way yeah so next week will hopefully be even better yeah for sure for sure so. um so yeah so we will touch upon a couple things from last week so apologies for that but there are some very important things from the world of xbox for instance uh we found out a couple weeks ago halo infinite is going to get delayed into 2021 with rumors currently that it might even get delayed further than that into 2022 uh this isn't a win for microsoft for sure um they kind of take the l here like what, what are your thoughts on that tyler yeah, it's, you know, it definitely hurts, right? And they they did announce the Series X last year at E3 and announced Halo Infinite alongside of it. And, you know, they talked about how they announced or they released their very first Xbox console with Halo CE and how they're going to release this one with Halo as their, you know, their tentpole franchise. It hurts. It's, you know, it it's not the same as delaying a Forza or delaying a, you know, even like a Spider-Man on the other side, right? Yeah. It it wouldn't even be the same as that. This is an iconic franchise. It is the iconic franchise in your brand that you're delaying. It's also the only real AAA reason there was to get a Series X at launch. Now, Now, it's not that there's not other reasons. But in terms of, you know, brand new games, yeah, kind of. So, yeah, it hurts. Um, The way they're going, it would appear that, you know, this might be the first game that gets touted as a launch title for two generations. (laughs) Ain't Um, that the truth. Um, But, yeah, what do you think? Well, it it does hurt. and it's funny because I'm I'm changing my argument from what I what I said last time, but you guys can't prove it because the audio's not out. Uh, but this actually, it's not a spit in the face. I hate that term. Like 
but it, it does hurt for the people that kind of stuck with Microsoft through this generation. There were a lot of downs in the Xbox One era. And, you know, and then they they don't get Halo at the start. Now, 343 also, you know, taking the big L here. Because if it, it's not coming out till maybe 2022, there's rumor that they're going to scrap the Xbox One S and, like, X version. The X, just the regular Xbox One version, because they can't get the game to run at, like, more than 900p, and they can't get assets to load. And there was already issues with popping during the demo, and apparently it's, a, it's way worse on that. So... It's interesting to see, like, who, like, we'll never probably know, but it, I wonder who's at fault here. It, what, did Microsoft really push this game to come out to both consoles, or did 343 try and just fail spectacularly? And I, I think the blame could kind of get get put on both teams, um, but 343, three, not looking good. Not looking good. So here, here, here's why I think 343 owns a part of this, right? Because... This game has been in development for five years. They, they you know, um, Halo 5 released in 2015 in October. So essentially, we're talking five years in a couple of months that this game has been in development. There's been plenty of time Halo prior to that was on a three-year dev cycle. Now it's five. You know, they. my question, Stephen, is this. When we talk about blame, like blame's kind of, I don't know if it even matters, right? It's its more about what are you going to do to fix it and make it right for fans. Yeah, that's true. But my question is this. Do you really think they didn't know the game was in this state on July 23rd? Yeah. Like, did this, did this just become an epiphany in the last, you know, four, three weeks? That's my question. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing that they didn't know that this was a big problem. And it was almost like, we're going to put this out here to maybe gauge and see what fan reaction is going to be. Yeah. And, you know, the demo, like, looks good. We, we've, uh, we've gone back to video for the time being. We're still getting a lot of the you know the issues out and stuff but we hope to have some of this stuff up on youtube before we go back to twitch which is happening soon um just so you guys are aware but like the the video right now is playing and we're watching the the halo infinite demo and it, it's it looks good but then you you think back to like jason schreier's book right and he talks about a lot of those games get e3 demos that are designed exclusively for that and they're playable only in one certain way and if you do anything different the game breaks and so it's it's weird how because the game does look good for the most part with gameplay and the world but the assets did there was a lot of pop in. There were a lot of issues, you know. Obviously, Craig. A lot of people, you know, made fun of that. There's, there's jokes to be had. It's, it's a weird thing, and it's hard to imagine that this game is two years off based on the state of the demo, like overall. But did they kind of swindle us with that a little bit, maybe? And that sounds really bad, and I don't mean it to be that bad. It, but for me, it's hard to imagine that this game is almost five years in, into development. With that, yeah what we saw so you know and there were rumors that this was a really old build you know that we saw and but all that's relevant now you know uh, the game is being delayed i think the central question here is was it the right move to try to get this out on 
both generations? No, and I, I, that is definitely definitely a good question because I think Microsoft tried, and I I like their intentions. You know, don't force people to upgrade uh if because especially in the current state like that we're in right a lot of people may not be able to just be able to drop whatever the cost of the console is right at launch due to you know covid and and other things like that so it was good intentions but you know what they say the path to hell is paved with right uh so yeah yeah. I mean, I still give them credit for trying, though. It is a very consumer-friendly move. And and granted, it wasn't just out of the goodness of their hearts, right? There's a, a benefit for them. Right. It, it does make them look but, good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing was, it's, it's easy to make the PC comparison case because games are designed for, like, minimum specs and things like that. However... The problem is the Xbox One, when it was released, was not the top tier box, right? You didn't have all the best hardware inside the case, right? The the case was very mid-tier and even low-tier. There was a lot of problems with the CPU. Well, Steven, how many many PCs from 2012, 13, do you think would really be able to run Cyberpunk this fall? Well, yeah, see, that's a good point. Um, you know, my, my PC is from 2012, but I did upgrade the graphics card a couple of years ago. So it's gotten a lot of life. I just actually replaced the hard drive, too. Now I have SSD in there, finally, um, and, and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. Like, at a, a mid tier PC, would not be able to. A top tier PC might be at minimum settings. But yeah, there's, there's definitely an issue. When, and I think. I kind of assumed that when they were talking about playable on the Xbox One and the Series X, I assumed they meant it was playable on the One X and the Series X and not trying to make this run on the One or even the One S kind of. I just assumed they meant the One X and the Series X because I kind of forget the One S exists because I have the One X. Um, and, you know, apologies for that. But I think, yeah, good intentions, yeah. but that CPU just... It's it caused a lot of problems and it it makes their big titles like impossible to do this with. So I want to be clear before we move on because I know there's people out there that are probably fans of both consoles that listen to us, right? And before you start with, oh yeah, you were all Ford before, and now you're just you know defending. Now you're just you know talking out of both sides, right? Yeah, defending making it just one generation now potentially. Let me say this, okay? Let me clarify. We, I, I can speak for myself, Stephen. I, I, I think you agree, but I love that they tried. I love that they tried to make this as smooth and easy of a transition and not rushed of a transition for consumers as possible. But I was wrong in thinking that it didn't, it wasn't going to affect the game. And clearly, that's happening. Oh yeah, because I completely so, forgot. I, I'm, I'm with yeah. you. I was wrong because I forgot about the CPU. I was only thinking graphically, and I thought graphics-wise, there like wasn't that much difference between the One X and the Series X, based on what they're saying. You know, 4K HDR, just the frames, right? But the CPU is it has to be that bad on the the One S that it cannot load this game. And honestly. For those that are upgrading, this should be a good sign, or silver lining, I should say, not good, 
um, with the fact that it, it needs the more power or it needs the power of the Series X to run and load all the assets. And I know they're changing the way the assets are loading just specifically for the Series X, so that might fix things. And, and we are speculating this game could be out in February of 20, um, 2021, but there's just been some rumors that it's yeah. getting pushed back. So, you know, time will tell. We're going to know this week. If, if they are completely radio silent on Halo at Gamescom, it's not coming out for a considerable amount of time. For sure. So, so yeah. I guess we'll find out shortly. Um, yeah. It's just sad how the level of hype a month ago has turned into, you know, a little bit of lost direction now. You know, it has been almost wiped out. Any any goodwill or they they built on in the July thing, it's just it's gone. It, it's it it is what it is. But I I think a lot of people are upset and. But Steven, at least they still got the price right. Apologies for that, Tyler. Would you repeat that? What's up? You you just cut out there. Oh, sorry. I said at least they still got the price right. Oh yeah. Well, we we don't know what that's going to look like, but we'll we'll talk about <laughs> that in a second here. Yeah. Um. But first, we did get a couple things over the weekend that are new. Uh, DC fandom happened, and we got two announcements. Uh, first up, we got Go uh, Gotham Knights, and then finally we got Suicide Squad. Um, Kill the Justice League, I think is the full title. So Gotham yeah. Knights will be releasing in 2021, Suicide Squad in 2022. Uh, Gotham Knights, it's it looks to me, based on the gameplay footage I watched, it's, it's a lot like the Arkham games, though I don't think the story is set in the same like world or it's not a continuation, but... Uh, spoilers if you have not heard so sh you know mute me for three seconds mm. but batman's dead and you're gonna be playing as like all the his associates right you know nightwing yeah. and robin and and batgirl and batgirl etc yeah. do you play as alfred <laughs> that would be fun uh, they did make that tv show where you know he he is in like mi6 or something is that right i don't know the batman lore all that much i besides just the movies and like the arkham games so mm -hmm. i don't i don't know too much about alfred as a like character but i know they made a show i think it was on apple tv or you're not talking about gotham are you no no, no. gotham was a sh no, no no not gotham i i know about okay. gotham um because no, alfred had a bit of a background on that show too no, but Alfred so, had his own TV show, and it might have been on TV, okay. uh, not just uh, Apple TV. But I think it was on like some one of those channels, the scroll by channels. But there was definitely an Alfred show. Um, I'm not crazy, but so that that looks interesting. I'm, your, I'm excited to see more. It's coming in 2021. Yeah. It, it's it looks to be exactly like the Batman games with the the combat and everything. So mm -hmm. we'll see. I don't want to take you too far off track, Stephen. What are your thoughts on Gotham, the show? I have not finished the first season. I think I got like half okay. a season in and I was like, I liked it. And then I just stopped watching because okay. I do that sometimes with shows. Um, so I absolutely loved it. Um, I have not finished it either. I got uh, through season four. Oh, yeah. So it's super good, though, and it's really fun. And it's, you know, I'm, I've said on the show before, my favorite superhero character is Batman. Hands down, not even close. Sure. For me. And just that world is so fascinating. And it is basically a cop procedural. 
but it's set in that world and it all you know it's also giving you an idea of the rise of some of the key villains and of bruce wayne himself so yeah. it's, it's pretty cool but you know i want to i want to the reason i bring that up um somebody tweeted at us uh this past week when these games got announced and i think they hit right in the head when they said you know when it comes to like movies and tv uh marvel is the way to go but in the world of games like dc is far better well i mean there hasn't been all that many games to be honest with you no but but i mean and and really when it comes to the games it's the batman franchise right that's been super good now spider-man has was amazing over on the PlayStation side. I very much enjoyed it. So, you know, kudos to them on that. And it was one of my favorite games of 2018. But the Batman games, even Arkham Knight, you know, you, minus the tank sequences sometimes, was really fun. Yeah, it's true. And I actually so. really liked the story. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, on top of that, so Gotham Knights in 2021, uh, mm-hmm. we are getting a Suicide Squad game. Just the trailer came out. We don't know exactly what it's going to entail, though the rumors are that it's going to be like you you have four people from the Suicide Squad. You can play it single player. AI will control the other three, and you can switch between them. But if you want to play online, you can play with your friends. So I'm thinking it might be a little like the Avengers game, but in the Suicide Squad world. Uh, but the trailer is super sick. Like it is very enjoyable if you haven't seen it. It's it's made by Rocksteady, whereas Gotham Knights is going to be made by um, WB Games. So they're mm-hmm. the ones who made Arkham Origins, and then obviously Rocksteady made the the mainline yeah. Batman games. So I heard I I didn't actually play that much of Origins, but I didn't hate it. I just you know I think I was Batmaned out by yeah. that point. I, I was too, to be honest. Mm. But Suicide Squad looks interesting, especially the ending. Um, Superman shows up and and he does something Superman's not known to do, which is uh, kill someone. So wow. yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm very much intrigued. We also got the the new go- or Suicide Squad movie trailer as well. Um, but yeah, I, you know maybe DC's on a little bit of a, 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 a come up here, I should say, or on an upswing. Yeah, because they've had. A I little- think they're I think they're really smart to. So expand their game universe and and sort of hopefully join the the movie franchise along with that rather than having them be two separate things. I almost, and have them all sort of build on each other within the within the universe. And we do know right that the the um the Batman the, the upcoming like Batman Friends game I forget what it's called um Gotham Knights are what's up Gotham Knights there thank you. I'm going to say Arkham Knights. <laughs> Gotham Knights is set in the same world as um, Suicide Squad, right? So they're you know they're basically taking place in the same um, video game world. So that's cool. Might be it's it, it's very confusing uh, the timelines because I thought I saw something different. So you know my bad on that one. Well, I saw it on Twitter, so you never know, right? Yeah, I, I thought the Gotham I mean, Knights was everything on Twitter is true, Steven. Yeah. I thought Suicide Squad was a continuation of the Arca or the Batman games, and then Gotham Knights was separate. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, I don't much care to be honest with you. I just want the games to be. I don't fun. either. I don't. Yeah, I just want to play with games. I don't necessarily care about the continuity of the story. If like mm-hmm. the game itself has a good story, um, yep. Because it's just it's so hard to remember with these games because they take. 
20 30 hours sometimes and like in the case of the witcher right the witcher 3 obviously it's a con or you know a continuation of the first two games story-wise but witcher 3 is like 200 hours if you want to do everything so it's it's really hard to follow between games so we'll see but i i am excited uh go watch the trailer if you haven't the ending is is super awesome and yeah Sorry if I ruined it for you, but it's still worth watching. Even <laughs> well, it's tra- you can't ruin a trailer. Yeah, well, according to some people, I've I've heard the spoiler cries when, whenever people yeah. say stuff from from trailers, and there there is a, a little bit of an argument to be made that sometimes movie trailers spoil things and ruin the best parts. I remember the Simpsons movie ruined Spider Pig. Like it was so funny. Oh yeah. And then it was it just fell flat when it came to the movie. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Comedies always ruin the movie with trailers, though. Always, yeah. Because I mean, they show like the funniest parts in the trailer. Yeah. And then, yeah, the rest of the movie just doesn't live up. Yeah. So. So. so anyways, Gotham Knights twenty one, Suicide Squad twenty two. Now, Tyler, before we jump into the next thing, you want to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. I do. Um, so you know, like Steven said, our friends at Bet Online um, support our show. We'd like you to support them. You can head over to Bet Online today to bet on all your favorite things, including sports, including esports. If you're a fan of things like Call of Duty, Overwatch, League of Legends, Dota, and more, you can head over to Call, or Call of Duty. You can head on over to Bet Online today. BetOnline.ag. It's easy to sign up and play. Head on over there. Sports keep coming back. So does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Major League Baseball has finally started and is in full swing, as well as the NBA playoffs. Uh, Steven, you're excited about your Lakers? Yeah, the 2-1. And, and the NHL playoffs as well, now in the conference semifinals. And there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And as sports are returning, BetOnline has sat down with Eddie George from the NFL, Robert Ory, the seven-time NBA champ, and Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball to get their opinions on what it's going to be like playing without fans and what they have called Fandemic. So visit betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses at BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Yeah. Before we jump into the next sports thing, so apologies there for Mm -hmm. those that don't like sports. (laughs) The Lakers play game four tonight, and they, they almost have to win this one because of the day. You know, it's 824. Obviously, that's that's Kobe day. Um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, let's hope. So the Lakers have looked good, though. They've been fun to watch. I've been very much enjoying the NBA playoffs. Uh, but anyways, so Tyler, both of us got our hands on PGA Tour 2K21, which just came out yeah. on Friday night. Uh, we played a little bit online. You want to give us your your impressions here? I, you're the, I do. You're First of all, player. let me say I very much enjoyed the NBA lottery. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. They did. The Timberwolves mm. did get the number one pick, and they're going to use we it on won something. We won something. Until you guys draft so, Lamelo. Sure. <laughs> and we're, and really, we draft Lavar. Wow. He's just a bonus added. Yeah, he's such a bonus. I can't wait. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, yeah, PGA2K21. Um, for those of you who have listened to the show for a long time, uh, you know that I absolutely love golf video games, and it's one of the genres where I am just, I'm actually really good at it. Um I've been ranked pretty highly in the Tiger Woods games. Uh, in fact, in Tiger Woods 14, uh, in all shot, I was ranked number one for a while on Xbox. And so I really enjoy them. They're a lot of fun. And uh, 
this game, Steven, is fun. I wasn't sure I was going to think that early. There is a much higher barrier to success in, in PGA 2K than I thought there would be. And certainly a much higher one than there ever was in the Tiger Woods games. Yes, yeah, at least um, online with that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, if you yeah, if you dial the difficulty way, way down, and you just want to go play like a career. You can do that and have a great time and shoot 18 under, you know, and just dominate and whatever. Right. You can do that. Cool. If you want to play online, you want to be competitive, man, it's a challenge and it is unforgiving. So, but I have found that it almost makes it more fun because it's so much more rewarding when you do something well. <laughs> it's uh, like when you get a great approach shot that comes within like five feet of the cup. That's really cool, and it's really it's fun, and it's it feels rewarding, versus just expecting to do it all the time. Um, on the flip side, it's uh, man, I've I've played some matches against people that just cannot get it figured out, so to speak. Yeah, and like every tee shot is just like we is off into like the wilderness or in the water. It's bouncing off a house that doesn't have a driveway. And all sorts of just weird stuff happening. Um, so there is some of that. Uh, I, 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 I like the game overall, Steven. I think some of the details um, maybe could have been handled with a, a little bit more care. Uh, I, I do think the tempo is really inconsistent. It's, it's hard to identify what's a fast swing, what's a slow swing and why it's fast or slow. So I'll, I'll get on a run where I'm just like hitting perfect swing after perfect swing. And then all of a sudden, like two holes later, I'm hitting everything super really fast, you know, very fast. Mm -hmm. And then two holes after that, I'm slow. With no noticeable difference, for sure. I had <laughs> No, it doesn't feel that different. I had the, that issue too. It's funny because like I turned it down from pro to pro-am when I first got the game. And that's just one difficulty below. There's like five difficulty swings, like up, all the way up to like legend or whatever. So I had it down to pro am, and I'm like, I hit a 17 under par, and so it's it's definitely playable as like a kind of arcadey version if you just mess with the settings a little bit. But then you go online and it turns up to pro, and there is a huge difference between the two. Um, but I I do agree with you. It does yeah. feel really good when you hit that perfect shot and you're like two feet mm -hmm. from the cup or you almost eagle or you know hole in one mm -hmm. or whatever so it is rewarding but it is it is frustrating at times um but tyler you did make me change not change the topic but when you were mentioning like yeah. you know the difficulty feels good i i just could think you know maybe you should play some dark souls and, and <laughs> deal with that no no i'm not it doesn't feel that good <laughs> but what I'll say, though, like, we played teams, right? Yeah. Went 3-0, and and we'll continue to play. We're, we're going to climb the leaderboards. Yeah, hopefully. And stream it a bunch and all that good stuff. Um, but it's fun, like, when you're, you know, we're counting on each other to make good plays, right, and make good shots, and, and you do that, and then you see the other people, like, either make a great shot and you kind of tip your hat to them, or you're, like, you, you watch them just completely melt down. <laughs> 
I mean, that happened to me. Which is also sort of fun. That happened to me the very first, like, putt I took mm-hmm. under pressure. Like, I was, like, shaking like yeah. a leaf, and my thumb just did not want to go straight. <laughs> and I'm like, I yeah. never get like this, but I guess I do. I mean, only in sports games. Because like, mm-hmm. all eyes are on yeah. you. You're by yourself uh, and no one else yep. around. It's, like, different than when you're playing Madden. Uh, the closest thing maybe is baseball because you're, you're kind of up there. Yeah. But. And it is. In baseball, it's weird, too, because, like, when you're hitting in MLB The Show – um, it's uh, like if you swing at something that's way outside the zone, like there's no one to blame. There's nothing to blame. You can't be like stupid game. Yeah. You swung at an awful pitch. <laughs> yeah. And that's just what it is. And it's the same thing with golf. And that's why I love playing the golf games online is like there's no like glitches. There's no, you know, um, rolling out of the like pocket. in Madden, there's no there, there's no Madden rolling out to the sideline and then chucking it down to the guy that's wide open. You know, it's you're good or you're not, and you can either rebound. And the golf games are especially this one. Winning is not about being perfect; it's about being able to come back quickly from the really awful hole or shot or whatever yeah you have to forget about the bad and, the bad yeah. and then just move on and you know you do that you'll be successful mm-hmm. you can play this if you're not great at golf games um, there's a lot of yeah. like it, it does an okay job at teaching you new th- concepts like you know having to worry mm-hmm. about ball lie and angles and wind and elevation um, but you can play it arcadey just if you turn the difficult yeah. down uh, but if you want to you put that on pro, you're playing like the pros. Pros don't shoot, you know, eight under in rounds yeah. regularly, right? They're yeah, so a winning score is usually about three under par, yeah. so. you know, which is fair, and that's realistic. And, you know, but it makes getting a birdie feel like an accomplishment. Yep. You know, which is kind of cool. And I guess the one negative I'd say, Stephen, on the game before we move on is just that, you know, it's... The golf itself, like, the courses look great. The golf itself is very detailed. Like, you have to take everything into account when you're taking a shot, um, including the lie, the slope, the, sure. you know, um, wind and elevation and everything, right? Um, I think, though, like, with sports games, people want a little bit of that extra stuff, like, with the my player modes and the you know the career modes and whatever that little bit of outside stuff that gets you immersed into being a pro um that doesn't none of that really exists here other than just getting new equipment yeah it's a pretty bare bones game but what they do they do pretty well yeah if you're just wanting to play around like you can do it if you don't want to worry about lie and wind you can have it set to where it automatically factors into your aim thing so you know when you aim it's going to go where it's aimed um, those are in like custom settings, or if you put it on the easier difficulty. So th- it is playable for everyone, especially if you're looking for a golf game. Um, yeah, it's just That's, yeah, and you're right. So yeah, if you want you want to play it online and competitively, and some people need that to get the the juice out. I mean, if you're not good mm-hmm. at golf and you're not willing to play through the simulation side of things, like maybe it's not mm-hmm. for you. But if you don't really care about that, or you know you do want to learn, then you know I'd say it's worth checking out. The advice I'll give is this: if you're if you're going to play online, play pro from the beginning. Take your lumps; it's going to hurt. You're going to be like, "God, I suck at this." Yep. I don't want to do it <laughs> because I'm telling you, I 
not kidding, I shot like 18 over in the first round I played. Yeah. Trying to get the, you know, trying to get the hang of it. Um, by the next morning, I was, you know, playing much better. So it takes some time. It's just getting used to it. You're, you know, I would recommend starting in the career and just playing. And when you feel like you're starting to get the tempo down a little bit and starting to get a handle on what you're doing, jump in online. Don't feel like you have to be amazing to play online. That's true. Everyone is struggling just yep. like you. So, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, it's fun though. Like, it's, uh, you know, uh, I know we have a review coming uh, that we'll have posted. So, I, we won't like give it a score right now. We'll wait to get that. But it's, uh, I mean, it's a fun game, and if you're looking for a sports game, in particular golf, you like golf video games, this is, I mean, this is it, um, as far as a sim-type game goes, so, you know, but but it's worth the money, I think it's worth, uh, you know, especially if you're going to really either get involved in career or online or both, then go for it. Yep. All, All right. right, so that does it for what's, like, happened in the past, but we do have something coming up in a couple days on Thursday at, uh, I want to say, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern is opening night live for Gamescom, hosted by Jeff Keeley. There will be some um, new things shown, world premieres, but of course, don't get your hopes up. They could just be, as Tyler was saying offline, could just be new trailers. Those are technically world premieres. Full yeah, credit. New trailers for games we've already seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there, there is probably going to be something. Microsoft did say they were saving stuff for Gamescom, I think. Um, so well, they were saving Halo multiplayer for it. I don't know if we're going to see that. Well, I thought they, I thought they said they were going to save but that one, one game, like there's uh, a new game or something. But they did. And I think there's a really good chance that we see what uh, the initiative right is working on. Yeah. Um, so I think we also might see Mass Effect remastered, or maybe I'm just hoping for that. But you know, I'm hoping for it. Uh, I do want the the trilogy remastered coming you're doing my bioshock stick or stick right now what was that we're like i thought you're doing my bioshock thing where i thought every show we were gonna get bioshock you know you did finally get it oh yeah but after years yeah but there's been way more rumors for this than there was for the bioshocks like there was a concrete release date and things like of i think at end of september or end of october um and it's a perfect time for ea because there's not much else after or out there especially if it's end september because Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed don't come till November, and in between that, you yeah. got a lot of people looking to buy. You, well, they do have they do have squadrons in October, so that's uh, true too. I mean, there is that. But I mean, EA. Has, but I I think squadrons isn't for as wide of a oh no player base as they want it to be. No, and I think there's a, a massively different player base between those two things. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but. Do you think we're going to see the price and anything, like maybe even the 1S or the Series S, I mean? So I think the Series S is a guarantee. I I would be shocked if we don't see that here. The price, I think so. Now, if rumors are true, and I know you'll tell us about that in a second, um, I don't know if they'll do it here. If they're not true... Then I think they will. Uh, in terms of announcing price and getting pre-orders going. Yeah, I think so. The rumor is that the Series X is going to be six hundred dollars. Um, 
No, that was supposed to be packed in with Halo Infinite. So we'll see what the the full price is there. Um, but that's yeah. the rumor. I I think. And that was from a monster thing, right? Yes. Though I yeah. uh, there were some retailers with the same same thing. So it was I saw it in two mm-hmm. different things. So Alana Pierce tweeted about like a retailer showing off the the price being six hundred dollars, and then the monster thing was the other thing. So I saw it two places kind of gives more credibility and you know yeah. it passes the smell test a little bit here because if microsoft i think microsoft knew that sony was also going to be super high i think both of mm. these consoles like on both sides might be six hundred dollars and the the discless version well, of the ps5 is cheaper and that's how ps5 wins with their powerful box mm-hmm. so microsoft yeah. needs the series s to be like 350 400 bucks and 350 would make great strides for, for that mm-hmm. um you know you have the you problem is is in the public perception battle you are not going to get people to compare the ps5 to the series s that's true they're going to compare ps5 to series x and they're going to compare in price they're going to assume they're pretty similar and i mean only the hardcore gamers are going to know the differences right yeah and the hardcore gamers know what they're buying already so because they, they love one or the other, and they're going to stick with one or the other, right? Yeah, or they're buying both because they have a bunch of Or they're buying both, yeah. They don't care. The, the casuals, or, you know, like the, the narrative people love to use when grandma goes to buy the console, right? You're going to see PS5, Xbox Series X, and one's going to be potentially 100 bucks cheaper again. That's a problem. I... I don't think it so. doesn't matter how much more powerful. It I don't is. think that the PS5 is going to be able to beat it that much, unless you're just talking about the discless version. Mm-hmm. Um, Even then, I mean, yeah, it could be. I don't think so, man. You the know, disc thing maybe saves them fifty bucks. So if they if they're gonna get extra fifty, the the you know the when grandma goes by the console, you know that's where the Series S could win if if it's. 350 400 because it has series no one they're not they might not know the difference between that and the, the you know ps5 mm. um but one one other thing is that we completely forgot about until middle of yeah. last episode um and completely changed my mind on this. and we had like this brilliant um revelation we did and already missed it because it's now part of the lost episode yep. uh but so. we we remembered that uh xbox all access was a thing Allowing people to get like a one X as well as um, Game Pass for you know thirty forty bucks a month, which is as much as people yep. pay for their cell phones. It's very doable, I think, for a lot mm-hmm. of people um, to factor in, and it means you're not dropping six hundred dollars. And especially in the current like climate we're in, where people are might be hurting for money, thirty or forty dollars is much yeah. more stomachable than six hundred. Oh, great. So here's what I think they should do. I think they should announce the price at 600 bucks if that's what it is. $599. One time. Yeah. When they announce it. Every time after that, it needs to be get an Xbox Series X today for as low as $40 for a month. Sure. That's, that's how you say it from now on. And that's how all marketing is. It's like you look at anything. Yeah. And- when they're leasing a, you know, you see the car commercial about lease, get it for, you know, zero down, $200 a month, right? Um, and, it, yeah, you see it all the time. Like the, 
problem is Xbox tends to fail at the marketing side of things. But if they do it successfully, I think, you know, especially if PS5 is anywhere close to the $600 mark. And again, these are rumors. So, you know, Mm. time will tell. We've got to hear this soon, though, right? It's, I mean... You're now the the rumored release date for the Xbox Series X is November sixth. By the time Gamescom is over, we're two months plus a week out. It, you can't have pre-orders without a price. Yep. You've got to announce this thing at some point. Yep. So, it, Gamescom is your last big stage to do it, and that's why I think that both. Xbox and PlayStation are going to be high priced and they're going to be the same price because if one knew or even thought they were going to beat the other by a hundred dollars, they would have been out three months ago. So I think, I think we're going to see both consoles at $600 Mm -hmm. and you might be right there. And I think then they're going to get the PS five digital at five fifty, and then the series X. Now we always talk about or the series S we always think Microsoft's gonna do something smart, like release it for three fifty, and they're gonna—it's gonna be four fifty. They're not. And yep. then there's not that much of an argument. I mean, if you're already paying four fifty, might as well pay the extra hundred for the, you know, PS five yep. digital, right? Like, I—I I make that argument all the time. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I was getting the new audio equipment, I saw something for like one, you know, a couple hundred, and I was like, well, is it? better just to pay the $50 more for like a better equipment right everyone does it so yeah what what Xbox needs to do though is push Microsoft Flight Simulator on the Series X like and hopefully it comes out day one because I've been playing this game Tyler uh, from the, the day it released last week it's free on Game Pass if you have PC and holy crap is this game absolutely stunning and I don't even have like a super high graphics card where I run 4K on my PC. I get the frames, but even in yeah. regular HD, the game is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it is so so mm-hmm. impressive the amount of like how you can fly all the way around the world. Someone's already done it. Um, you mm-hmm. can you can go search out different things, right? I've I've been to the Sydney Opera House. I landed in the ocean, or yeah, the ocean right next to it. I've been to the London Tower. Um, I've been to the Eiffel Tower. I found my house. I found Angel Stadium, Disneyland. You know, it's so cool. And did you go fly and see the Xbox 360 sign yet? I, you know, actually, I was when I was I recorded video today of the game, and mm. I was trying to figure out where to go, but I was like on a time crunch, and so I'm like, yeah. Ugh, what do I do? So I just flew from Washington to Baltimore because I was like, I haven't flown in the East Coast yet, um, oh, but yeah. that was fun. I, it's just it's a very fun game, um, it, and it, I think it, it will do a phenomenal job of showing off the power of the series x and now that they don't have their Mm -hmm. big release in halo infinite i think microsoft flight sim can do it especially because forza is also not coming day one so Forza not coming for a while halo infinite still might beat it and that's yeah that's saying something but yeah it, it is such a cool game i highly recommend checking it out if you have a pc that can even remotely come mm. close to running it smoothly um the frames drop a bit when you're in like a big airport you know boston laguardia mm-hmm. lax 
Washington. <laughs> I flew out of Dulles. <laughs> it was, you know, frames drop yeah. when you spawn in, and some loading issues. But I think the game's gotten much smoother uh, in the even in the last week. I think it got patched, and mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's been running smooth. It would Xbox needs to get this out shown on the Series X. I think it. I mean, it's not a system seller per se, but I think it does do a good job of convincing people that were maybe like, well, I don't know if I want to upgrade right away because Halo's not coming. It's fun. It's awesome. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So, yeah, that wraps well, I'm up. I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's very fun. Very fun. Um, yeah. But that wraps up news. Uh, so, Tyler, you want to tell us what releases yeah. we got? I do. So, uh, this week you can get Project Cars 3 on the 25th. Tell me why on the 27th. Available on Game Pass if you have that. Wasteland 3 on the 28th. And uh, I didn't forget Madden, Steven. Ah. Um, I just wanted to talk about it last because uh, I've been playing Madden EA has been nice enough to provide us with a review copy for GenerationXbox.com and I've been playing that. We'll have a review in progress up no later than Wednesday with the final review up on Friday when the embargo lifts. So uh, I'm not going to say too much about it right now, but just check the site here in the next couple of days for the review in progress. Again, GenerationXbox.com and then check on friday for the final scored review of madden nfl 21 so thanks again to EA for providing that uh, code so we can get an early look at it to get the review out uh, at the embargo lift so yeah all right that is that so a lot of your games coming out this week though interesting stuff and tell me why is episodic and i think they're releasing new episodes like every week or two so it's uh it's much more space it's it's a much faster pace than what we saw from like the telltale series you yeah, know or life is strange um, when they did that too. yep so i'm interested to see how that game plays and, and how the story plays out because it looked really fascinating when we saw the trailer on the 23rd yeah so. i'm interested i'm gonna give it yeah. a try and i'm also interested in wasteland 3 yeah. and see how that that goes mm -hmm. um but yeah that maybe a little too rpg for me but yeah well, you know, you know, you can give it a try. We'll that's what game. That's the I'll beauty try of game. It. Is you try things yeah, that try you it. might not think you mm -hmm. would like, and you turn out to love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. gonna wrap it up for episode uh, 224. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. We might have yeah. an early episode, uh, depending on timing, due to Gamescom this week. Not 100 yeah. percent on that, so you know, stay tuned. Basically, if if you see an episode pop in on Friday, you know Xbox did some really big stuff yeah, Thursday. One way or the other. <laughs> yeah um yeah it was either like a super awesome day for xbox or a huge train wreck yeah either way you want to listen because both will be equally entertaining <laughs> that's, that's um so, uh, but yeah thanks everybody for coming yeah, yeah. so head on over generationxbox.com a lot of good stuff up there join the forum we'd love to have you follow us on twitter generation x underscore box and tune in uh Have a great day. Play some great games. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon, everybody. Bye.